I want to welcome you to the weekly recap of the Connect with Christ project. This is the time we would like to take a look at what we've learned during the week and apply it to our daily lives. This week's recap is of Genesis chapters 1 through 5. If you've been following along the daily Bible studies, you would have noticed that this week my focus on Genesis 1 through 5 has been on the relationship between God and man. I know it is easy to read these first five chapters and be caught up simply in the actions, the histories. One step leads to the next, as we go from the creation of the universe through the Garden of Eden and end in the list of children after Adam and Eve. But as I have outlined in each of these chapters, there is an underlining story that is beginning to be written. God is opening his heart and letting his desire be known to us. From the very first act of creation, he has confessed his motivation. And I am specifically referring to the act of creation itself. See, one of the very first ideas we lose is the idea that God does not need our universe. He existed before and outside of our universe, existed just fine before there was earth, a sun, water, us. For all his power and majesty, the very first understanding should be, he doesn't need this. Why is that important? Because it shows his intent. He did not create the universe for food or riches or power. God created the whole plane of existence for one purpose, for us. Now, please let that sink in for a moment. God created existence for you. Now, before you challenge that statement and start thinking that I don't mean you specifically, consider this is why scripture is important. As discussed in the lesson of Genesis chapter 1, the covenant was created before the heavens and the earth. This is repeated in Revelation chapter 13, verse 8. The book of life was written first, and God knew all of you that would hear his voice even before the first stone was created. So I really do mean you. See, God's omniscience is further illustrated in his design. God does not need the sun and the moon to have light. God doesn't need the moon and the stars to remind him of seasons and time. He doesn't need all types of vegetation and animals for food and companionship. God doesn't need these things, but he made them for us. Genesis chapter 2. And not only did he make these things for Adam, but God knew that Adam would leave Eden. So God made a world full of resources that would be needed by all man. Lands with precious minerals and stones and metals, like gold and onyx. And he made rivers throughout all the world so that plants would live everywhere. If he was only concerned with the moment, all he would have needed was the garden. Adam is only one man. God would not need a whole planet, let alone a whole universe. God doesn't need the stars. God doesn't need rivers. God definitely doesn't need gold. God doesn't need. So God's intention was the fellowship with man. God's intention was to be able to spend eternity with you. 
But the most honest thing happened. Kids mess up. Kids stumble. Kids fall. Kids make a mess. And kids turn from their parents. The first children, Adam and Eve, they make a mistake. They learn the reality of good and evil before they're ready to deal with the deep consequences of it. So they hide from God. They feel shame and fear for the first time. And not only do they feel fear, but they begin to doubt the love of God. The creator that made such wonders for them, that not only made a garden that they know, but a whole universe that is beyond what they could even fathom, they fear him, they doubt, and they hide. This is in Genesis chapter 3, verse 10. This creates one of the most heartbreaking pieces of scripture. The father that made all of existence to show the love for his children has to have the moment of coming and seeing his children hiding from him because they do not trust his love for them. In the garden, God saw fear from his children. Now, it would have been a simple thing for God at that point to just end Adam and Eve and try again. But he didn't. God is a God of justice, so there had to be consequences. But even in the harsh consequence of removing them from the Garden of Eden, God showed grace by not starting over. And then he showed his love by giving them what they needed to live. He gave them clothing. Scripture actually says he made them clothing. See, God still loves his children. That love continued as Adam and Eve had their own children. Their children knew God and even grew up to want to worship God. God wants to continue his relationship with us, even though we have, for the moment, made it impossible to live where he is. We still sin. We still are kids stumbling over ourselves and others. We still have fear and mistrust of his motives. We still don't understand his love and look with selfish perspectives and try to judge him. As Eve's heart must have cried out, you lied to us and said we would die when we eat the fruit. We cry out to God when things don't work the way that we want them to work. And all while Eve did begin to die that very same day, we have to recognize that God didn't lie to her and God didn't lie to us when he says he loves us. All the world he's working out for our good. That's in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. We did end the week in Genesis chapter 5. As God leaves us a clue to the links that he's willing to prove his love. As I shared in that lesson, the translations of the names of the generations after Adam give us a sentence that he laid down for perpetuity that shows that God has a plan. God knew the fall of man was coming. God also planned that one day he would be made flesh so that he could join us in person to teach us how to rise up from that fall, how to become more mature, and how to reestablish our relationship with him. And then God also knew that he would have to go through the pain of torture 
and the darkness of death in order to free us from this world, to save us, and that way we may know his love again. The Yuhei Jehovah Elohim, is a father that can create the whole of a universe, that can plan the entirety of time, and whose delicate breath can give life unto even the smallest of creatures. And for all of this ability, he did it all because he desires to simply walk with man, to walk with you in the garden. Thank you, God, for the truth of your scripture. And thank you, all who are listening, for your time. Be blessed.